A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the week again, the Rugby League rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL talk. <laughs> Round 14 is in the books and we're on the doorstep of Origin 2. Uh, the first time in 11 years that New South Wales have come home with a chance to wrap up the series, Brock. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, we'll be heading out there tomorrow night, so uh, hopefully the weather holds up. It's been beautiful weather in Sydney, and uh, I think it'll suit uh, the Blues tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, yeah, Queensland have got all the concerns at the moment, don't they? Yeah, well, I think uh, something should be coming in, hopefully, before the time we finish the show. The captain's run for Queensland. Melbourne could pretty much come out and admitted that Ben Hunt would most likely be on the bench, even if Daly Chairman's was past fit to play, just in case something does go wrong. Well, that's so, what I... I suggested that to you. I wouldn't. That's how I'd be doing it, because... I'm going the other way, and that was the other part. He said that he'd you much... You can't win a game with forwards on the bench if he, your halfback goes down. He'd much so. rather have four forwards on the bench, so if that's the case, I'm going with health. Uh, he didn't uh, He didn't in game one, and they, they could have easily won that game. So, I, you know, I wouldn't be pushing the panic button if I was... Um, Queensland, their rotation got dicked around by the fact that um, Cooper Cronk went off the field. So, but also, I feel sorry for Manly. Where's Manly in all this? Do they get a say in this situation, or are the Daily Chairmans in Queensland just going to Manly shouldn't have a say in it? Lay everything on the line here and maybe end his season or do something worse. Like, no, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. Well, I'm the club. Yeah. I pay his wages. I, I've got a problem with it. So, uh, I'm looking at it from that point of view. But no, it's well, a game game thing. I, I don't have a problem with it. If, yeah. if he wants to play, he wants to play. I. Um, but I do think we need to look at some compensation for clubs if players are injured in rep games. Definitely. Oh, but that's what I this, can in this situation, season. he already is injured. He's going to push the envelope. If he does go out and get hurt again... Yeah, well, the question would be, would he do it if it was man, uh, grand final for Manly? Which, yeah, and the if, question would be, the answer would be They're yes. paying his wages, though. Queensland aren't. Queensland, Queensland are paying. Well, they, no, they give him a rep wages. payment. They're not paying him on the full-time oh, basis and giving him his living. So that's the way I'm looking That's at the it. way the game is. You know? yeah. And if, if that's how we're going to approach it, there won't be state of origin. Because clubs are just going, no, you're not playing. That's oh, the beauty of state of origin. I'm looking at this situation now. We're not talking about, you know, he's had a little bumper or a cork. It's his knee. If he shreds his knee, you're talking about possibly one of the best upcoming halfbacks, someone yeah, who's, who's going to command up to a million dollars. If I'm the club and I'm the doctor and I know what's wrong with him and he's pushing the envelope here and he's not 100%, I don't want him to play. Yeah, but then then again, when it's rep round, we're saying, well, what a joke it is that the clubs pull their players out. So you can't have it on, but in both regards. What do you mean it's a joke? You mean backing up? No, the players, when when it comes to rep round, they all pull out of City Country and they all pull out of the rep games. Yeah, because City Country actually nets them absolutely nothing. So you're bagging them for pulling the players out, but then now you're bagging them for players pushing them. City Country are not fast. There's virtually virtually zero chin it for them. And the clubs and the players... It's a state of origin game. The players skip that as well. I know it's a state of origin game. It's pinnacle of the game. I agree with the the players as well. But if he's shredded on a bad knee and they're going to risk him for... 
10, no different to, 10, 15 it's minutes. It's no different to Anthony Watmo playing with a torn bicep. Yeah, his bicep's gone, and it's not an injury that's going to stop him from playing for the rest of the year. We're talking about a knee. He's not going to play next week if he shreds his ACL. He's out for the year. Yeah, but Possibly anyone longer. in this game could shred their ACL. Obviously, he's yeah. at a higher risk. But I'm talking at this point but in time. The situation's in Everyone right could get injured. You're not going to stop him from playing. And this is this is our game. Our game's built on State of Origin. It's the pinnacle of the game. But if I'm Mal Meninga, no. regardless, and he's limping around tonight, he's not playing. I'm not taking a busted bloke and wasting a bench spot. If he's if for he's him uh, limping around, if he's better than eighty percent, and you can sort of tell, if he's if he's good enough to play, I'd pick him. But, you know, and if he's if he's not going to be at his best, obviously. Well, that's um, I'd still at. take I'd still Hunt. take him into the game because halves win you the game. If you pick four front rowers and then play Hunt, I, I don't think Queensland are going to win. I don't I, think Queensland got a better chance Hunt. with a bloke on the field that can actually play a full game without no, any issues. I'd roll the dice, and your key players are, are what win your big games, and uh, they you know they'll be fine in the forward pack. They've got plenty of guys there that can play big minutes, so I don't think it's an issue carrying. Ben Hunt on the bench, in my my opinion. Yeah, well, we're going opposite on that. But fast five, uh, what was your highlight from the round? Uh, the Eels win. They were good. Um, I know the Dogs were heavy favourites. Uh, the Eels, I just like the brand of footy they're playing. And uh, it's probably uh, even more uh, impressive with the fact that they lost Jared Hayne and uh, they didn't have uh, Will Hopawade. Um, so, yeah, it's, and they've obviously lost Nathan Pete. So it, it was impressive. I know the Dogs didn't have their halves, but... Uh, it's an important win for Parramatta in their quest to make the top eight. Yeah, well, no Papawato, no Hay, Manu Miao went off very early there in the back row, so did a good job. Sandow was good. Chrissy Sandow, he, he made me laugh in that game. He was he was classic. Ghost was brilliant as well. Um, my highlight was obviously probably a little bit biased here, the Storm win. Uh, hasn't exactly been the greatest of times with the injuries and whatnot, but Craig Bellamy's record is impeccable. They said last night this was the first time since he took over the side in 2003 that he was at risk of losing three games in a row. Yeah. That's a ridiculous record. Uh, they weren't brilliant, but they got the win, game. and that's still intact. So from that point of view, I'm pretty happy as a Melbourne fan. But uh, what about your low light? Uh, the low light, probably that game. All the games. I'm, see- I'm going to keep saying it. They need- we need to go to standalone origin. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, the my- way that the comp is... I- Play your rounds in between, that's fine. Um, but the weekend before Origin, I just think, don't have a game. Play yeah. Origin, standard alone. It's it's a G up. The, the standard of a game, I, name me one one game that was really good. I think probably obviously the, the Panthers-Dragons game was close. Was horrible as well. Um, but it was still, uh, it was a contest. I, I know the Dra- Dragons probably win that game if they got their full side. Um, but that was, you know, the Roosters-Knights game. Well, that's why that game probably disappointed me more because Penrith weren't missing anybody. Dragons that's what I mean. That was sort of the only game that... That was still a dour game for the situation. The conditions weren't great out at Penrith. It had been raining all day. Um, but, yeah, I just, I'm sick of the diluted nature of the competition. Des Hasler made a great point um, in that Dallas Cowboys wouldn't play without their quarterback. Yeah, but they don't have anything like that besides the All-Stars. That's the beauty of our game. they play that's that at the end of the year when it's not an issue. absolute pinnacle of our game. Yeah. I think we've got to stand it out like dog dust and say, look at the Super 14 stops for the test. Yeah. I don't understand why... They're, they're, they've got, they've got a decent international brand to be Origin, able to do that. What, what's better than Origin? Nothing, but we don't have an international brand like that. that we're it's talking as good about. as. It's as good as. It's the same thing. It's and a three-match series that they've stopped, stopped for, um, and they're playing it over three consecutive weeks. I don't like playing it over three consecutive weeks, but I just think when there's an Origin game, stand it alone. Not everyone has a bye that week. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't care about this crap about I oh, will whinge about not having footy. Look, 
play the play something else. Play the twenties games. Play Pacific Island games. Play something to give us all uh, something to watch. You, know, you could you could play a three match series with the twenties. Wouldn't matter. Yeah, my only issue with all that stuff, and I said this the other day, everyone's going to play Islands or this or that. There's still a lot of blokes that aren't going to be playing footy for a couple of weeks, and it's hard for the clubs to train them or keep well, look them. Look, Penrith's done in this the week. Flight. They've dropped down, dropped down uh, three or four of their first graders in the New South Wales Cup when they got the buy. So there's there's different ways to get them footy. Mm. I, I, I just don't, I don't see how in this day and age, with the the level of footy that we're expecting the players to um, put out every week, that we ridiculously expect them to back up after origin like a backing up after origin I sort of can understand I still think we should have split rounds after origin as well because they're just you're going to bust these players you talk about you know uh, the players getting injured carrying injuries into origin what about the fact that they're then going to have to be expected to back up for their clubs a few days later it's ridiculous well mine was exactly the same standard of the games I don't need to go on it you've just touched on pretty much everything but uh, what about your best Best or worst oh, player, or best uh, best team, or best player. Best team was oh, Parramatta. Parramatta were good. Um, I thought Souths were good uh, on Friday night. Even though the Tigers they stunk a little. And my worst player was Chris Lawrence. Mm. Well, I've got my best. That was Parramatta as well. Pretty much similar to what you said earlier. The brand of football, uh, like sand out the back. A lot of people don't really like Isaac Degoyes. I thought he was being wasted. The Sharks could not believe he wasn't their first string if Leisha wasn't going to be playing. And I think it showed at Parramatta. He's a feisty little bugger. He goes hard. Um, Paulie, Paulie, brilliant. Set up a couple of those tries. Only 19 years old. Got a big future. He's getting a bit of, getting a bit of publicity now, isn't he, the big fella? Mm. And uh, your worst, obviously, you said the Chris, Chris Lawrence. Chris Lawrence, yeah. Team-wise, I, I just thought that the game, the Titans-Storm game, was just a low game. Uh, yeah, well, look at all the players they were missing. Though. They had some excuse. Well, they were both guys go off. heavily I, depleted. You know what? The referees in that game were horrendous. Yeah, well... Uh, they were absolutely horrendous. We'll touch on that when that rolls around, but uh, I 100% agree. My worst was pretty much the same again. I think the, the short round makes it pretty easy to pick these out or to get similar for everybody. And uh, Tigers, just the, the amount of errors. Like you said, how many times they go to the sideline? Five or six at least. Yeah. Just absolutely ridiculous. Just kept shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, well, that, that was a game they uh, could have easily bid in. Oh, they were, they were in it the whole time. It was just every time they looked like they had Even Paddy Richards, like, it, you just knew it was going to be one of those nights when he... Bob, like he had the ball and then just dropped it over the line, uh, it just spelled the end, I guess, for the Tigers or an indication of what sort of a night it was going to be for him. Mm. Well, what about any questions coming out of the round? Oh, none, really. Oh, I don't have any coming out of the round. What about you? Well, we've already touched on Hunt or Cherry Evans. You've, you've probably made it clear yeah, what well, you're thinking. If, if you're going to have a look at Origin, um, can Queensland win? That Make a case for me that Queensland can win. I think they can win, but if you're going to win, I want on a healthy side or the healthiest possible side, and I'm not playing a number seven on one leg, even if he is at 70 or 80, because the moment things go wrong, it's it's just wasted. Yeah. I, I'd rather, and they've said he's trained there all week, and they were whinging last time saying, oh, but Daly didn't get to train there all week, so he wasn't prepared. He hasn't trained this week either. So they're, they're, they're contradicting exactly what they were whinging about in game one. Look, I, I've got if to be If he's honest. prepared there all week, and that was their excuse last time, I want the guy who's been training, who's ready to go. He's in good form at club. He's got more line breaks than anyone in the comp. Yeah, the kicking game might be a bit scratchy, but he's got Jonathan Thurston there. He's got a, he's got a halves partner. He, something he doesn't have a club. I think he'll be fine. No, I don't think We threw Hodkinson and Reynolds in the deep end, and a lot of people ripped on them. I think Hunt's uh, up to scratch with those two. Their team, their, their team was leading the competition. Um, look, I'd, and they picked him in a combination, whereas Ben Hunt hasn't played with Jonathan Thurston before. You're coming down to Sydney... Uh, where it's more important to have a dynamic half com- combination. I, I don't think it'll work. I think we'll, I think New South Wales will just run at him all day. I don't think his defence is up to it. 
Um, but I, I totally understand what you're saying in terms of not playing him because he's Cherry Evans because he's not fit. But I'm not I mean, even going just to... the injury. I back. I'll back Hunt any day of the week. If, I, if no, I'm going I, off I what still... I'm, going off what I'm saying, and he's been the one man army for Brisbane, and he's had absolutely no support with Josh Hoffman, and you're pairing him with. Thurston, a decent forward pack, good weapons around him. And I know the one thing that I love in all my halves is to play square and run the football. And he's got 15 line breaks this year more than anyone for a good reason. He runs the football. He may get hampered, but same deal again. People are going, oh, he's not up to scratch. Well, we picked Reynolds and Hodkinson, and plenty of people were throwing their hands up going, oh, they're not really that good. They've gone for the whole combination thing. Well, they got the job done, didn't they? So if Hunt's Hunt's going to be with Thurston... We all knew that behind Cronk and Thurston, there wasn't much there. And Cherry Evans, there's not much there. New South Wales are just in a lean patch with halves. I, I don't think you can really compare, you know, them picking having to oh, pick I'm, I'm just, with us having to I'm pick just Reynolds going on and Hodkinson. We, 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 we had our choice of picking Reynolds and Mal- our game Maloney plan, and Our game plan wasn't the same we've picked a pair, but our, our plan or our game, the way we play New South Wales, is not really based around them being that effective. No. And I think Queensland have got weapons similar to that. Well, they, they need to get their outside backs the ball, they and they're going to have to they're going to have to kick well. And Ben Hunt has a horrendous kicking game. No, well, Jonathan Thurston should be doing but most okay, of the But okay, okay, so, so. If, if Thurston's doing all the kicking, from New South Wales, I'm pressuring the shit out of him. Yeah, but you also know what means... we talked about in game one, something we still don't have, which is, you know, when we're in deep uh, possession, Jared Haynes is going to do the deep kicking. And you know, well, yeah. other than that, you're going to look for Hodkinson, because Josh Reynolds can't kick flat stop. And you look at Queensland, Queensland have got the privilege of having a left footer and a right footer and Cameron Smith hopping out a dummy half. You always got to keep but, your eye up on him, and he never seems to get pressure. But same again. You, so you, know, you know that that kick's coming. You know, or you think you know that three kick's prong, coming. Three-prong kicking attack with a left and a right footer is ideal, but... You, you can't say that our kicking attack is any better than theirs. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying I'm for now. them. So for, to but say we're, not, we're not comparing. Hodkins we're talking about Queensland. Yeah, but I'm saying... Hodkins the only one who's going to kick for us. Hayne does the deep kicking. You're talking about the Blues. Reynolds won't be kicking much. I'm not Farrell talking about the Blues. Nothing. They've still got options as well. So I'm talking about Queensland. And Queensland need Cherry Evans to play, in my opinion, to win the game. They they probably, oh, I'm not saying they don't need him to probably win, same as they probably don't need Cronk. But if we're tossing up a busted bloke who hasn't trained all week and they whinged about him... I think you're over, overstating. Not we're not in camp. We don't know. If he plays, he'll be right to go. No, I hope he's right to go. Right, and, and you know what? If he's not, then play Hunter off the bench. It's, it doesn't matter. Play with play with your two halves. What are you What are you going to do? Pick who are you going to pick? Is that extra player on the bench? Up with the forwards and do what? Meet us in the middle, bashes, and then play without a heart. So Cherry Evans goes down. Yeah, or you just play if he's not, if you know he's not healthy, no. don't play him. No, he's walked around a knee brace. Can't do it. He hasn't run. He hasn't they it. need to win this game. It's all if, down if, today. If it, if it was one nil their way, I'd agree with you. It's all down to today, though. If he's no. limping or he's sore or anything players. afterwards, if he's limping or bumping it after a captain's run, he's not playing a game of state of origin. I don't care what anyone says. They don't. Oh, we just got to see how he runs. Mate, I saw him running yesterday on the news. He's yeah, fine. Straight line. No, no contact, he was he was no weaving in and out. Of, he was weaving in and out of canes. He'll be fine. If he's good to go, like I said, I'm fine with it. And they'll whack a needle in him. He'll be fine. But uh, otherwise, I couldn't play him. But the other one, uh, people chucked up on the page. I'm not really fussed about it at the moment because the losses have all come during this period. But uh, the dogs. Will, will they have a flat? Are they are they going through a flat patch? Are they capable of winning the comp, or is just all just well, a result the of no Morris, no Pritchard, no Tolman, no halves? That's what I looked at when a few people started questioning. They've, they've got five or six Please pretty bad people, injuries. No Perrin, no up. Clemmer. This this stage of the year, it's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, well, they lost two more. Mickey Mouse lost two more players yesterday. And so. you know what? There'll be teams that fall into the eight because they've beaten teams without their best players during this period. It's it, this period ruins the competition, in my opinion. Mm. And you're going to get. Two or three teams, as I said, drop out of the eight. That don't deserve to drop out of the eight. The Bulldogs don't deserve to miss out on the top four 
um, through this period later on in the year because they didn't have their halves. Mm. Well, you've it's a, a gear. You got no other questions? No. I only got probably one more. I wasn't going to touch on it, but it sprung in my head because it seems to keep uh, coming up is the, the Jared Ray Hargraves issue with the, the Newcastle Knights complaining about raising his forearm. The ref took no action during the game. Uh, there's been nothing happen after the game. Your oh, thought? I think it, through the media, nothing's happened. There would have been a phone call to the Roosters to say, pull your head in. Oh, I'm That's still saying for everything. They've said, you know, there's been no charges or nothing kind of come through. You can't charge him for so. it. Because you know why? Because we, we uh, adjudicate on um, suspensions based on injury. So if he broke Jeremy Smith's jaw, of course, of course well, he, he went suspended. Injured, so they still... But he wasn't injured. He took a dive. He took a dive. Jeremy Smith stayed down. He did. And tried to milk it because it had been an issue running throughout that whole game. And the referee, obviously, Kirk Gidley said, look, I, I think he's raising his forearm. The referee said, in our opinion, he's not. If we see it, we'll pull it up. You know, and, and that just gave the referees a chance to have a look at it. They then came back and, and didn't think it was an issue. I, I personally... If, if I'm playing footy, I don't want someone ramming their elbow into my throat. And, you know, I, for, from a Newcastle perspective in that game, from my my opinion, I would have started to do the same thing and just give it back to them. If the referees aren't going to sort it out, and this is the issue I have with the referees at the moment, there's a lot of stuff that is so subjective and it's not consistent. You know what, you've, it's going to get it's gonna get to the point where coaches are just going to say, boys, take it into your own hands, you sort it out. Yeah, well, we saw it in the Canberra game a couple of weeks ago. Exactly. Penrith, nothing happened. With the yeah, shilling and yeah. Sergio issue, and he got yep. the caught the elbow on the ground, and he got up and went after him. And somehow, the didn't sort somehow it. they called it a no try, which was an absolute joke. But the referee should have stopped it after blowing the try and said, "You two, you know, pull your heads in, blah blah blah." But they let it keep running and tension built up. Well, I mean, you know, you look at the game last night where they ridiculously sin bin Joel Romello, but. Guys can throw elbows and, and do as they want, and you don't get sin bin. I'd... And what about that? Well, you said that. That's probably my other gripe from the weekend. How many times... The referee, you, referees in that game you cannot You cannot take a quick tap. How many situations have there been over the last 10 weeks? You haven't seen a quick tap. You've you almost forgot about the fact that you are allowed to take a quick tap. All of a sudden last night, virtually inside the 10, good to go. Mm. Oh, what was, well, was it? It was 11 metres yeah, out. If you want to get technical... When, when have you seen one? It was 11 metres out. When have out. you seen one? No, I, I said to you last night, one. it's a jail. You have not seen one since round one, virtually. Oh, there's, been, there's been one or two, but All none of, of them have resulted in someone getting sin bin. That's why the microfine glass has gone under this this one. Well, uh, magnifying glass, sorry, has gone under this one because it's resulted in a guy getting binned. I, I didn't hear the press conference afterwards. I'd be interested to hear what Bellamy had to say, but... Well, I, I, all I, I can say on that. is I thought it was a little bit of karma in the end that they took the goal and Melbourne scored a try. Yeah. And they ended up losing that 10-minute period, That's which eventually sh- probably cost them the game. A bunch of stupidity. I, I looked at that and thought, that for me, I'm, I'm all right with it now. That's a bit of karma, I think, from the bad decision. It's a jail. Yeah. Well, that wraps up that. We've uh, no more questions. We've got a couple of your fast fires up on the page. Keep posting that up. We'll have a look as we, we go, and uh, we'll jump into the reviews of the matches from the weekend. Friday night kicked off with the South Sydney Rabbitohs defeating the West Tigers 32-10. to 10. And uh, as we've probably already gone through before, pretty low standard again from the Tigers. Not exactly what you've been expecting to see uh, from their past performances. I think this is the first time this year they've really, really looked fragile or a bit lost. Just so many errors on tackle one and two. 
uh, coming out of you know possession, coming out of their red zone, drop the ball, and just the sideline. I've never seen a team go over the sideline so many times in one game. Mm. You would have thought they'd learn from it from the first time they did it, but they just kept making the same mistake over and over and over well, again. Chris Lawrence in particular found himself over there at least three or four times. Yeah. Oh, well, he, he wasn't the only one. It happened on a few occasions, but uh, this was a game. Tigers had their chances. They didn't take them. The Rabbitohs did. Simple as that. Uh, and I just think the Rabbitohs had better players um, across the park. They had more class on the field. The Burgess boys had a couple of internationals there. Isaac Luke, obviously. Uh, whereas the Tigers, uh, Luke Brooks, he, he obviously struggled to um, have any effect on this game just because the forwards either made errors or they um, weren't going forward. They were just getting dominated. So it was it was as simple as that. There were stupid penalties as well from the Tigers. Adam Blair had a, you know, went back to um, some of his poorer form um, at the West Tigers and gave away some key penalties when South were coming out of their own end and just let them off the hook. Um, but yeah, I, I was in, pretty impressed with South. Uh, but it, it helps having your halves there during, and, and your hooker during this period. You know, we're going to keep harping on it. Yeah, well, um, beauty of having players that are internationals that aren't involved in this period of the year and obviously, uh, you know, having your halves, like you said. Luke's been back from injury. It's only been a couple of weeks, but he looked pretty sharp again. I thought um, the, the Burgess twins and Sam were outstanding in this game and I was uh, I thought Joel Luani had a pretty good game for um, the Tigers yeah, he's a fairly solid replacement yeah, I don't mind him but uh, yeah Burgess has ran wild Kyle Turner one of these uh, bargain type buyers that Maguire's had to do similar to Melbourne when they stripped out a few players he, he's come on in leaps and bounds he got another double I think it's his fifth or sixth try for the year yeah pretty good uh, you know sort out there halves Solid without being too spectacular, but yeah, I think the key was mainly that go forward, like you said, and they just kept letting the pressure valve off any time the Tigers looks to box, uh, box them down their end or challenge them. There was just penalties or errors, and uh, you, you can't defend all game. You can't stop those three monsters when they're just coming forward like a load of locomotive. And uh, the, the score tells the tale at the end of the day, thirty-two ten. They just didn't give themselves a chance to win that game. No, uh, they've both got the buy this weekend. This is South's first buy, so. Uh, a well-earned rest. I'm pretty sure they'll be happy about that. And the Tigers, they've got their second bye. Uh, Saturday, the Panthers versus the St. George Illawarra Dragons, 18-14. to Panthers got home. Uh, they shot out nice and early, and I kind of thought what well, most people probably thought, that they were going to do a number on them, but uh, seemed to just kind of shut down. Went to their area. Yeah. Uh, there were some errors as well. A couple of losses and penalties for them as well, uncharacteristic. I thought there were some very silly penalties. From Penrith? Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I thought they were poor from the start in this game. I... They kicked away. They scored that early try. Dean Farrow scored the, the early try. Um, they then got another one um, soon after. And I, I honestly think uh, the, the poor form, you know, like you said, the errors and the penalties and stuff just caught up with them. Um, St George, they were tough. They, they tried hard, uh, but they were just lacking their class. You know, with Dugan and Merrin out, um, it leaves you with holes in, in both areas of the field. Obviously, Dugan's probably your best outside back, or definitely your best outside back. And uh, Merrin's your best impact forward player. Josh Morris too there with Nightingale. Uh, Brett, Morris, back now. Sorry. Brett, Brett Morris, Morris was That's out, another yeah. one that would have been back. Nightingale's only just got back. It gave him a lot more strong uh, For Penrith, I thought their outside backs were better than their forwards. I thought their forwards, they, they ran one out. They, they seemed slow. Um, and as you said, they gave away uncharacteristic penalties. Um, Sauron and Wallace was solid without being great. But you know what? For Penrith, it's a win. And keeps them on top of the table. And uh, As ugly as it was, the conditions out there weren't great. But... Uh, I think, you know, it's one that you just tick off and move on to next week. And it's one of those games, as I said last week, that you probably look at and go, you could treat it as a loss moving forward. 
Yeah. Um, because you could be pretty tough on most of players because they, they definitely didn't play to their potential. They need to keep chalking these wins up because, as we've seen earlier in the year, I know they only just lost to Melbourne and they've lost to South, but they've got a tough run home at the back end when it matters, when everyone has their rep players back. So to accumulate these wins now against, you know, I'm not going to say the easy kills, but the easier kills are a better schedule. Well, they're lesser competition. It's going to be brilliant for them to put themselves in the eight and then they're going to have time to fine-tune things on the way home against some decent teams, which will give them a real gauge of where they're going to be come yeah, as long as they don't uh, suffer injuries. I know they've got plenty of depth, but at the moment, the good thing for Penrith is they, they seem to be getting most of their players back, like... Uh, and they've got a lot of depth in New South Wales Cup. If you have a look at the New South Wales Cup side, it's almost a first-grade um, quality side. So they're chock full at the moment, but I just hope, and you know, that's one of the biggest things you talk about at the end of the season, the side that had the least amount of injuries often um, is there in, in the big games. Mm. Well, I, I didn't actually mind how the Dragons played this week. Uh, it's week four of Widop and Benji playing together and Quinlan at the back. Oh, I think it's starting to look good. I think the shape was a bit better. They're playing a bit more direct. Uh, he still had a few glitches, obviously, near the end there. But uh, those three with Rain, I, I still think they need Garvey on the bench to help Rain out. I thought they looked good the other week when they had the two punch with the two hookers. Yeah. I prefer him over Palmer. I thought Widop struggled. Yeah. Um, I, I thought Marshall, Marshall's short kicking game still isn't up to scratch. He put nah. a lot of balls dead and just relieved the pressure on Penrith. Um, I, in my opinion, they they had a lot of chances that yeah, to post points in that game. So they, they've got no no one to blame but themselves. No, I still think the shape's a lot better than what it was. Though they created it's points. Getting, obviously, it's getting better. A couple of weeks ago, that they they couldn't buy a try. Absolutely couldn't buy a try. The sweet play where they brought the extra number over with Nightingale almost worked for them on a couple of occasions. So I suppose put Dugan back in there. Morris obviously is going to be out for a little bit longer, but a few more weapons and hopefully some more go forward because that's been the issue. And I think uh, you know. Things could get better, but I still can't see them making the finals. They need way too many wins. For the rest of this year now, I'm just more so looking to experiment. But, uh, no, Panthers, gone. Like you said, Panthers held on. Another win. They march on. They've got the bye this week. And uh, the Dragons, they're away to the Titans. Situation here where, you know, they probably do need to win this game. Well, whoever loses that is definitely gone. Yeah, definitely well, gone. I think the Titans are gone. I think the Dragons are gone, but whoever loses this one, definitely Gonskis. Yeah, the Titans definitely struggling with injury, but Saturday night again, we've got the Sydney Roosters over the Newcastle Knights, 29-12, to and a horrible first half. The Roosters looked like they just did not want to be there. Absolutely terrible standard. A million errors. Trent Robinson would have been tearing his hair. I think there was 10 errors in the first half. Uh, it, I think it all gets summed up with especially first play errors, and the worst one of all, just before halftime, they had a chance to kind of wrangle things back and control off what was a horrible set where they made 20 metres and somehow fluked a dropout from a, a short kickoff that went in between the, the backs and the back of the line. Yeah. They dropped it first play off the dropout and Newcastle scored before half time. I just thought that summed up the half and I was Trent Robertson would have been breaking a chair. But second <laughs> half, what do you expect? Newcastle just did what they've done all year. Any game they've been in, they've just rolled over. Like I, didn't, I didn't think they rolled over. They just they, made too many They looked like they're out of gas, though. I don't, I don't know well, if it's, when you're defending your troll line for the whole half, it looked like that... that Second half of footy just felt like Newcastle were defending their trial on the whole half. But the first half they had all the pills, so it kind of balances out for me. But well, just, and that was the thing they, they needed to post more. Every points time they've the been start. in a contest this year, every time they've been in a contest, to me they've just rolled over. Or they don't seem to have the will, well, that extra little bit hard. to get themselves there. I think they're trying hard. They're just they're lacking the class, and you know what? Their halves aren't playing well, and they don't have an on. So well, you need to roll. You need keep to go saying for the same it. thing every week, and they're, yeah. they're obviously missing their fullback as well. Uh, well, so there's a lot of a lot of uh, different things that are that are causing the Knights to well, struggle. I feel more sorry for the halves than anyone because the outside backs do their job all the time for Newcastle. We spoke about this last year, and mm-hmm. the halves need a platform, but the platform's horrible. 
Well, Cade Stove and these bikes, none of these bikes should deliver any decent platform from the playoff. We'll go through their pack. You've got David Fire Logo, Willie Mason, Chris Houston, Jeremy Smith, all their best footballers behind them. Yeah, well, they're all getting a three little, of those little bit older. Are all over Clint 30. Newton. Yeah, well, I can't believe he even bothered to pick him. Uh, Rocky, Robbie Rocco. Robbie Rocco. He's solid, but he's not, he's not a game I think breaker. he's a good, good footballer. Joseph Depine's a good footballer, the young bloke coming off the bench. Well, that's, that's exactly what I'd be doing. I, I'd keep Corbin Mason. Sims. I'd keep Mason, but Far Logo, um, Houston, you'd probably have to keep Jeremy Smith. I, I'd be put, bringing these other blokes in and just giving them time because mm. the season's done now. and the challenge now for Wayne Bennett, and their 20s are going sensational. They won the Harold Matthews. Their 18s were, were right up there. They've got a really good junior base there. The challenge for him now, and I, I hope he doesn't leave, because if it was just to, for him to go there and try and win a quick comp, I'd be disappointed if I was a Newcastle fan. I know he's living away from um, his family, but for me, Wayne Bennett, if he stayed there for another four or five years, I think he's got a real chance to build build an absolute juggernaut if they can hang on to a lot of these um, juniors, similar to what Penrith are doing. Uh, and and, and I'll, I really hope he stays, especially now the ownership um, structure is sorted out. Uh, obviously, he's going to have to take a pay cut, but based on the results he's achieved, he, he should take a pay cut. Mm. Um, but Well, it's not like he doesn't have enough money. No, exactly. I, I'd really like to see him stay. I, th- I see th- good things ahead. When he went there, I didn't really see the plan, especially with the recruitment that he made. No, he's signed the same players, made. and still um, now he's getting older blokes. He's not planning for the future or buying yeah. any middle kind of players that have got some room for improvement and to win your comp. I'd get a lot of these 20 kids up. I'd let them probably go close to winning the comp this year. Uh, this is the time of the year now. They're almost guaranteed a top four spot. Newcastle in the 20s. They're, they're sort of a few games ahead of oh, this different six spot. They, they've fell off because they've lost a few. You know what? I, I'd be pumping them into New South Wales Cup and rotating them around, similar to what Penrith and Parramatta are doing, and make sure that they're right, cherry ripe to go next year. And uh, I, I, I see any good things ahead for the Newcastle, but at the moment, they're just lacking impact in the middle of the field, and they're just their key position players aren't playing well, which just kills you. Mm. And they're making too many errors. Yeah, well, I thought the Roosters, it was the, the case of same old, same old. Still not a great performance. No. They're doing enough, but they've just got the gun side. Sheck grabs a double out of nothing. I thought Moa. Moa's been outstanding all year. Moa was brilliant. Well, so, who's, who's been better than him this year for, new, for the Roosters? Name me a player that's been better than Sam Moa. Consistently. consistently. I thought Guerra was good when he was playing, but yeah, he, but he, I mean, he, he didn't get an opportunity to start at the start of the year, so I can't compare... His whole year, because Boyd Cordner was blocking him out to start with. I think Sheck's been pretty good. I think Moa and Friend have been their two best. And probably Sheck third, not yeah. far behind. I think those three every week you can See, I, think, I don't think Friend's been as good as last year. I think Friend's been brilliant. I think that standard that he played last year has just him, got people... Bl- no, I think people are blurred just because of last year, though. Like no, most people. No, I don't, I don't people think so. People have I'd... one of these breakout years, and then all of a sudden people are going, oh, he's not playing as good. All his numbers are just as good as what they were. I think he's still hopping out of dummy half. numbers, man. No, he still grinds, though. You can't tell yeah. me he's not playing well. Still chalking up his 50s. I don't think he's tries. playing as good. He's I'm not saying he's playing bad. I, just don't, I don't think he's having the same effect as what he was. But that happens when you win a comp. Well, People if we're doing numbers, I'm not doing numbers. I don't look two. at numbers. You're the numbers, man. No, I'm even... watching a game and looking well, at it. Watch Tell me who's playing What's better. What's the effect? Sam No, I'm not talking about that. Hookers. Who's playing better out of the nines? You watched all the nines all year. Comparison to who? Jake Friend. Robbie Farrer and uh, Robbie Cameron Farrer. Smith are standouts. I don't think Smith's been as good as you should, and I'm a Melbourne fan. They're if you're telling me Jake Friend's not at least number three or two on that list, I think you're way off. I think he's not at least oh, number two cool? or three. 
Isaac Luke Smith more than half the year. Yeah. No, I still think he's, he's I think he's been better as... than McCulloch, and he's been better than just about every night. Peach was, I think McCulloch's been pretty Peach good. was pretty much up there, but again, he's another one of these ones like Friend that you look, playing you pretty look well. at now and you go, oh, okay, he's had one of these years. Next year, if you oh, compare... I'm not bagging him. I just don't think he's going as, or he's having the same effect as what he did like, at the end of last year. I think he's going pretty good. I think he'll, I think he'll build towards the end of the year. I think the side will build. Um, but... And on top it's, of that, it's difficult for them. Their, their poor performances have kind of killed the same deal. It kills your halves. It kills playing at a position like nine. If you turn the pill over ten times and not getting your old forward, but I think he's done his job pretty well. You've got to remember also for the Roosters and a lot of sides that had players at the World Cup. It's it's really like it's it's realistically round fourteen, but it's really round six, round eight in terms of where they're at in in their season plan because they didn't get a lot of training mm. prior to Christmas. That's for sure. Yeah, well, they've got the buy this week. Uh, like South, it's their first buy, so well-deserved rest. They'll be happy with that. They've won seven of their last eight, so... I think the highlight out of this game, out of the Roosters-Knights game, was Hindy and Fletch. Yeah. Their commentary debut. It, it was all right. There was, there was bits and pieces I found funny, but uh, I, I probably wouldn't pressure it again, to be honest. Better than the other drips that they've got on there. I'll give you the two. And uh, Newcastle, it doesn't get any easier for them. They play the Cowboys away. Uh, yeah, their origin players probably get a chance to back up. I think they're the Monday night game, so... Yeah, they are. Things just don't seem to fall away for Newcastle at this point in time. So home game against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys can't travel. So mm. great yeah, chance. No, it's not a home game. They're away. Are they? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they're away. I don't know that. I'm pretty sure they're away. All right, I'll take you. Where are they home? I don't know. No, I'll take you. you tell You're the man. You're the organisation around here. Now, oh, well, we'll move on to the Sunday game. Then doesn't matter. I still don't think they're going to win. <laughs> well, there you go. We got uh, the dogs beating Parramatta. Oh, not beating Parramatta. Sorry, they lost to Parramatta, twenty-two to twelve. No halves. Obviously, Morris still injured. Frank Pritchard out. Tolman had the hamstring problem. They've lost two more out of this game. Now we've got Clemmer and uh, Sam Perrett to miss some time. So injury tolls Manning. Origins to having an effect on them. But Parramatta, at the same time, uh, they don't have a great amount of depth, and they lost Hayne, Hopewadi, and their hooker, and they, they got the job done, and I thought they were really good. They were, they were good. By the way, that game's at Newcastle. Oh, well, there you um, go. Yeah, I, I thought the difference was they, they had halves, and their hooker had an influence. Mike like, Lennis was horrendous at halfback, I thought, um, and I said to you after about 20 minutes, they can't win this game with Ennis at halfback. Yeah, what, what, was um, he, what was he doing? I still blame Hasler for half of that. Why, yeah, why I, is Josh I Jackson? Josh Jackson was named at 5'8" before kickoff, and then he was a centre, and then Damien Cook, who, you know, is a brilliant nine, was playing at nine, but he played fullback last year, which is why they brought him over, and he's a fantastic fullback, and he still didn't go there when Sam Perrick got hurt. I would have gone Cook straight to the back, Innes to nine, Corey Thompson, you know, you, you, you shuffle it around that, but I, I was just really confused. There was three or four position changes that really didn't need to happen. I've got to be honest, it, uh, I looked in the big league, and there was a name playing in New South Wales Cup for... Uh, Canterbury and Pat Templeman, I would have brought him up to, for him to play 5-8. Yeah, the, the bits and pieces I've seen of him playing there down this year haven't been very impressive. Well, he couldn't have played any worse than the guys that were there. You know, you know like pick a half, horses for courses. Well, Jalen Graham's been down there. He's an actual half, and he's been playing all right. What happened to the, uh, the other bloke that they had in there, um, the half that was coming off the bench, Moses Mbai? What happened to him? Mbai, he's injured. He's injured, OK. He's in uh, the old crashes at the moment. I think he did something to his ankle or knee, so he's six to eight weeks, so he's not going to be playing for a bit. Yeah. No, got, obviously they, they don't have any in the in the twenties that no, they come are going to make past. a difference. I, to be honest, I would have thrown Templeman in just to give him a go and see how he see how he went. You, you got nothing to lose, but but moving Ennis to to halfback was ridiculous. He couldn't kick the ball. Um, they just 
they, they couldn't flip the field. Parramatta had all the field position, um, and the Bulldogs, they just relied on their big forwards, and even they started to get frustrated and uh, were making uncharacteristic errors. But it's it's hard. Like, I mean, you, you can put the burner on Des Hasler, but in the end, you lost his two halves, so it's tough. Tough to win games when you don't have your key players there. Mm. Well, I still thought the Eels very good. Uh, rolled downfield. I think they out-enthused their forward pack. If you still look at the forward pack the dogs have got, I thought they would have had probably an upper hand uh, as far as the quality of their pack, but oh, Parra did a number on him in that department. Young junior Paulo and Paulie Paulie absolutely outstanding. And Paulie Paulie's impact, setting up those two tries the way he did. And uh, Chrissy Sandow, you know, I, I kind of giggled at the start of the year when he said he'd been training him at fullback and bits and pieces like that, but after seeing him play fullback on the weekend, he, he didn't look out of place. Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. he filled in very, very well. I don't know who got man in the match in this game, but he well, must have gone close. close. Yeah. Him or Paulie Paulie, but also De Goyce, uh, like I said, at the Sharks, looking at their hierarchy, uh, their hierarchy and their rankings of their hookers, I cannot believe it hasn't been their starting nine. Well, especially considering it was his first week at Para. Yeah. I, I, great, I've great always day. thought he was a pretty good first grader. He's solid, he's angry, he gets through his work, he gets out of dummy half and there's go forward, and he's fitted straight in there. I think if you look at the, the, the model of aggressiveness and, uh, you know, just the work rate, he's pretty similar to Pete's, I think, as far as temperament and character go, playing at a dummy half. So yeah. I think they've got a like-for-like replacement for the rest of the year. And uh, he's very fresh, I think, because he hasn't got much football over the past two years. Hmm. So I, I think the Sharks have kind of slipped up there. But great win at the, at the end new? of the day. What's new? And they still don't have a hooker for next year. Yeah, so slipping out. Things are looking great. But uh, the Dogs, they've got Canberra away next week. I have to wait and see how that goes as far as Origin players are concerned, but I think that's a Friday night game, isn't it? It is Friday night. So down in Canberra, to be freezing that's cold. That's going to hurt. That's a up. quick turnaround. And, uh, you know, the Eels, they've got the Storm away. Bit of a challenge, I suppose, but Cooper Cronk not going to be playing. Billy Slater, I suppose, would be a uh, wait and see after he well, goes you, in Origin. If Bellamy plays uh, Slater, I'd be shocked. I'd be rolling over this week if I'm them. I'd have to pull all three. The way we're going at the moment, and just the well, the fact that players. you got the, got the win last night helps in that regard. But I'd have to. But I'd have again, to it's it's a it's a game with someone who's positioned on the table close to you, and it could be the difference between making the eight and missing the eight um, at the back end of the season. So I I'd imagine he trying he's going to try and win this game, Billy. Yeah, I think you're right. But at the same time, I'd probably be looking at Paramount and think they've got more. At their, at their club that we saw on the weekend, they but could do a number. They can't travel, Parramatta. They're, they're really struggling to win away from home. They're, they've got a tremendous record at Perth Tech Stadium. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, we've lost you know, fresh, in your mind, fresh in my mind is, you know, they played after Origin 1 at Penrith and got smashed. And I was without Hain. And that's the other thing. Will, will Hain play? Or Hayne compared to if Billy and Cronk don't play. Smith can't do too much on his own when he doesn't have his weapons around him. So yeah, I, I think, think if Smith's in, they, uh, they may be able to count balance, game. but they've got a little more cover, I think, on the field compared to what we do for this situation. And Melbourne so. are a, a different different side down there. Yeah. Well, speaking of Melbourne, the last game of the round was the Monday night game. They beat the Titans 24-20 to up at Seabus Stadium, and I think Scrappy pretty much sums up this game. So many players for both sides not playing. Uh, obviously, Paul Carter... Had his little DUI during the week. 
Uh, you know, Dave Taylor got caught into the side. Bird's in origin. Miles is in origin. Kelly pulled out again with his foot problem. They're already missing Caesar and a couple of others. So uh, Caleb Binge got his debut. James Roberts got his Titans debut. A couple of blokes in there. Look, I think if um, plain and simple, it was a game the Titans could have won. Um, Probably should have won, to be honest. Yeah. No, well, they lost their halfback after 10 minutes. Um, they also had some other injury concerns during the game, which knocked their interchange around. Melbourne were okay. It was just a stinker of a game. If, if Albert Kelly plays and Paul Carter plays, we win comfortably, I think. But, you know, you can't you can't not have your your two starting halves, similar to the Dogs. Like, Kelly and Caesar are oh, pretty much the Titans. Yeah, I know. Right? But your side's built around those three players. Mm. Um, but we've rotated. The Titans, mate, they... They don't have the depth, and they, they haven't bought as smart as what um, Melbourne have, and Cartwright doesn't have the ability to get um, as much out of those lesser players than what Bellamy does. It's, it's uh, proven over a long, long stretch of time. If he did, the Titans would have made the eight for the last few years when we've just finished outside. There's one thing I can say, and I don't care who it is and how much they hate Ben Roberts, he's done a good job with Ben Roberts. Ben Roberts' few games for us have been well, pretty good contributions. You put as far Ben as Roberts concerned. on the Titans last night, and the Titans probably win. He, he was he was solid. He defended well. He's not a no. He's not going to win your not, finals game. That's what I'm getting. But you know what? He's he's got your two points at a vital stage I during think, the year. Bromwich, pretty and much. that's exactly think, why Bellamy would have picked him up in the preseason. Bromwich. and Gone. You know what? If I can get him playing good footy during the Origin period, he's going to jag me a win or two, mm. which is the difference between oh, even, even making the eight and missing the eight, or. You know, making the top four potentially. Round, round one, I was one of these people that backed Manly purely because Cronk was out, and Ben Roberts come in and did exactly what he was supposed to do around the system. I think things being stripped back and simplified for him, and having a structure around him, it, he's, he's not a bad football. No, player. I'm just saying, but in that system, it fits into a T. I think he doesn't overplay his hand. He doesn't have any of these little brain snaps that we've seen at other clubs. I think that structure. Well, he was bad at Parramatta. Suits him Parramatta was bad, and yeah. he was just bad as well. But. He, he's a first grader. Yeah, I'm just saying, I think he's found a coach or a setup that fits him to a team. The few times he's come in, I think he's done a job. Uh, Kurt Mann's probably the other one for me. I think yeah, Kurt Mann's good. been very impressive at his stints in fullback. Uh, wasn't too sure what to think when they bought him a couple of years ago. They're grooming him and Cameron Munster as fullbacks for Billy Slater's replacement, but they've also played 5 8 like Widdop. So they do the dual role, which I, I like that, that they give him the options there to be able to come up in the first grade in different ways. But. He was very good, but Bromwich, Bromwich took the cake, obviously. Late on, when Melbourne needed something to happen, he well, set I up... I him and Chambers, they, they were the two class players on the field. Yeah. Like, name me a player that had more class than them on the field or had as much influence on the game as them. And, you know, there wasn't. Tony Harris is the other. So, and that's why we both liked Melbourne. Yeah, I thought Proctor, Proctor Roll did his job as he always does uh, yeah, as well. Yeah, but they're, they're like interna- they're international players. Yeah, Kiwi you know? boys. The Titans don't have any... Uh, no, I, I thought probably the, the biggest thing to come out for the Titans was James Roberts, James Roberts game. He was good. Was brilliant. Yeah, he was but good. I say it again, and I've said it a million times, one flash in the pan at a third club where, you know, he's had previous issues, I'm not going to be happy until... Well, I'm not excited about it. I've seen him play a whole year, uh, you know, get to a pre-season without any troubles and play a full year next year without having any injuries, any problems on the pun or any problems on the drink. This, as I said before, has to be last chance. You can't be his age and have already been to three clubs for incidents off the field. But I really hope he does come good because I absolutely love watching him play. And last night was a good example of why. Yeah, the definitely. kid could be an absolute superstar if he can keep his head on. Yeah, but uh, they're going to play the Dragons this week at home. Like we said, probably a vital game for them if they want to hold on to any chance of getting into the eight. 
Melbourne at home to Parramatta. Very interesting to see if the Origin players do back up. But that pretty much wraps us up for the reviews of the games. We'll jump in now for our Sporting Bet Lions game, give you some odds for the games for the weekend, and also have a look at State of Origin. Alrighty, time to play our Lions game. Thanks to SportingBet.com. As we've said before, Andrew's still away for a couple of weeks in Las Vegas trying to win some dollar-dollar bills, just like everyone with you and your sporting picks with SportingBet.com. If you want to have a bet on the NRL or any sport, make sure it's with SportingBet. But uh, we start things off with Canberra versus the Bulldogs, Brock. Uh, we have the same line here, minus three and a half. I've had a look on the SportingBet website. The line is minus four and a half, so that one's a split. Canberra, they're outsiders at home, paying two dollars forty. The Bulldogs, a dollar fifty-eight. I suppose that's going to matter. Oh, yeah, all these markets now, up. yeah, for in terms of the influence of Origin. Yeah. So yeah, don't have a bet until after Origin, unless like if you want to back Canberra, that's probably the best time to do it now. Yeah, and well, get those odds because if New the Zealand, Bulldogs, New Zealand, or them are the two you're going to have to look at. A dollar fifty for the Warriors, where we get shorter if any of the Broncos play. Exactly. Together. Yeah. So they're probably the only two I could really look at and say, okay, time to get a. Time to get a bit of value there. Maybe the Dragons, if you, you like them to beat the Titans, and the Titans are missing players with injuries. But other than that, yeah, probably best to wait a day or two. The second game we've got is obviously the New Zealand Warriors. They're home against the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, I've gone minus five and a half. You've gone minus six and a half. Sporting Bet has them at minus five and a half. So one to me there. The Warriors, $1.52 favourites at home against the Broncos at two fifty five. I think this may be a little too much to overcome having to travel so quickly after Origin. I, I don't... That was the first one I looked at and I thought, well, if Ben Hunt doesn't get a run, um, I, I don't know. I, just, I like the Broncos. The way they're playing at the moment, they're, they're tough. And the Warriors, you know, they beat up on those lesser sides, but uh, you know, they traditionally when they play a tough opponent, it's it's it'd be a close game. I wouldn't mind taking the Broncos with the yeah, well, with the start there. No Parker, Hodges, Thido, these kind of guys all playing Origin. Even if Hunt is healthy, I think yeah. But if they all back up, too quick a turnaround. Even if they do back up, they're going to be in a war on Wednesday, and they've got one of the shorter turnarounds. So yeah. have to wait and see how that one plays out. But uh, the other game we've got here, Cronulla, they're at home to the Manly Seagulls. Again, both have a, a heavy rep influence. Uh, you've gone Manly minus 8.5. I've gone Manly minus 7.5. It is minus 8.5 on sportingbet.com. Mm. I wanted to go higher on that one. Mm. I well, restrained myself. I, I kind of got that feeling, but same deal at Cronulla with the reps. Uh, I wasn't too sure, but Cronulla, $3.40 at home. Manly paying $1.33. I'm very surprised how short that is for uh, this point oh, in the week well. and the players that probably have to back up and maybe injuries mm. coming from that situation. But Melbourne, they're at home against the Parramatta Eels. Uh, I went minus one and a half on the Storm. Purely, again, rep players, whether they're home or not, you've gone minus two and a half. Sportingbet.com has the line at minus two and a half. Melbourne, $1.72 to win that one. Favourites, the Eels, $2.15 outsiders. This is one I look at, and I think $2.15. I'd have a piece of the Eels. Yeah, I, it was one that I I wanted to go higher on, Melbourne. Um, I had, had it at three and a half last night and then changed it um, this morning, but... It's, yeah, it's difficult to know who's going to back up. And, you know, if Jared Hayne doesn't back up, you, you couldn't write me a bloody ticket for the eel. So it's all, gonna, it's, all gonna, uh, last week. it's all going to depend on um, whether he plays for me and, mm. and, and, and uh, who out of the out of Slater and Smith or, if any, play for Melbourne. So mm. Mm. Yeah, the Gold Coast Titans are going to play with the St. George Illawarra Dragons at home. 
Uh, again, they're one of these ones. They've this got, is the one for me. They've right. got plenty of injuries regardless of who they've got for rep players. The 255 for the Dragons here looks very, very enticing for me. Yeah, well, I had uh, minus 2.5. You had the Titans minus 3.5. Minus 5.5, they were given, which is uh, fairly surprising to me. I think the Dragons are in pretty good nick here, and you'd think that Marin, who barely got any minutes in Game 1, and Dugan, who plays on an edge, will have the ability to back up. Well, look, for me, Penrith played the Titans the week before they played St. George. And the Panthers put the cleaners through the Titans, and the Dragons, without three of their best players, almost beat the Panthers. So I think if you if you draw a line of form through that, I know it's up at the Gold Coast, but um, if anything, it's a stadium that teams like to go and play at because it's such a it's nice weather and it's on the on the beaches and uh, it's it's a it's a nice playing strip, uh, playing surface. So, mate, I'll give me some of the action on St George. In the last one of the round, we have Newcastle at home to the Cowboys. I took the Cowboys minus one and a half. You took the Cowboys minus three and a half. One and a half was correct. I can't believe they're only one and a half point favourites. Yeah. Newcastle stink. Well, I think, again, home game, yeah. less less of a rep effect compared to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys have lost six in a row on the road. They haven't won an away game this year. so I, I'm going to put my house on the Cowboys this week. Dollar I couldn't 80. get enough money on, on the Cowboys at $1.80. That's very keen. Uh, you know, I think some people might agree with you. But I've, I've been Jonathan burned. Thurston always plays well backing up after Origin. I've been burned enough times after this. Uh, I have too, and I, so I said that I'd never back them again. I'm not doing it. It's they're, they're getting none of my money. Ever but I'm again gonna until they're at home. But uh, that makes it three two to you, and we split one. So you finally got one back after losing three in a row. The tally was eight my way to five. It is now eight six. So uh, still keeping things nice and close. Now we turn our attention to State of Origin. Wednesday night here ANZ Stadium in New South Wales first time in 11 years we've come home with a chance to wrap the series up New South Wales $1.65 Queensland two thirty. I think that's justified with all the drama that they've had uh, the line minus 3.5 gets you $1.91 uh, on New South Wales and obviously vice versa with the start for Queensland go and put your house on New South Wales minus 3.5 well I had a nice little dig uh, there was a little mixed promo of Holland to beat Australia and New South Wales to win at uh, $2. So I had a crack at that just to boost up my odds a little bit. Mm. I was pretty happy with that. Uh, Men of the match, if you want to get on Gallon and Farrah, something like that kind of thing, if you think the forwards are going to have influence, $8. Jared Hayne, who's the favourite at $6. And Greg Bird, he's my pick coming back. I think he'll have a blockbuster. Either that or he'll get penalised 7,000 times. He's at $13. If you're interested in Queensland for a man of the match pick, Jonathan Thurston and Smith are the favourites at $8 and $9 respectively. Greg Inglis, if you think he's going to tear one out, $13. And Billy Slater at the back, $15. Yeah, I couldn't get enough money. If I'm going to back one player for Queensland tomorrow night, it's Billy Slater. Billy he, Slater. he would have been man of the match in that game one if, if, if they won. Both the fullbacks were brilliant. Uh, and you know what? I think that the time he's had off to, to get that injury right... If anything, I think he'll play better tomorrow night. Mm. Well, my two favourite bets, if you're going to go either way, is 1-12 to 12 in these games. As we know, they always seem to be tight yeah. tussles. 1-12 to 12 on New South Wales gets you $2.65. Uh, on the contrary, if you want to go Queensland at 1-12, to 12, it's $3.05. And the promo is the same as it was in game one, I'm pretty sure, which is the score to be nil all after nine minutes in reference to, obviously, Queensland winning eight series in a row. So in game one... Uh, New South Wales kind of screwed every, screwed the pooch as far as anyone putting that bet on when they turned that ball over and considered that cheap try in the fourth minute. But if you want to have a crack on that one, terms and conditions on sportingbet.com. Check those out. And uh, Well, they're off in the odds of $9. $9, maximum bet of $20. But, yeah, terms and conditions on the website if you want to have a look. And just remember, 
If you want to have a bet on the rugby league or any sport, there's no better bet than a sporting bet. We'll now move on to Mr. Gossip. It's time for your weekly dose of goss from Mr. Gossip. Mr. Gossip is back, and I believe you've got a story about uh, Joshy Mansour for us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Poor old Josh Mansour. Yeah, well, wow. I uh, had a chat with Josh Mansour outside the uh, Sporting Bat Stadium on the weekend, and I was having a chat about the World Cup and whatnot and um, some big lackey scuttled on over and interrupted our conversation and gave Josh a number and said, hey, <laughs> if you're teen love, uh, come back to the hotel room and I'll show you a good time. Oh, excellent. And wow, mate, she was no strange to a big match. She was... <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind the big girl, so if she's listening, oh. uh, <laughs> uh, feel free to fire off that hotel room number into our podcast. Well, I tell you what, I don't mind having a feed, so if she wants to, <laughs> she wants to grab a Big Mac sometime, maybe that's about it. No, not any further than that, though. In all seriousness, no hotel numbers. Yeah. No, <laughs> ever. All right, on to the more... Oh, she's a big we've both got a uh, We've both got heads for radio or podcasts in this, in this sense. Yeah, well, my head's not big enough to fit on the TV, so <laughs> radio's just made of a T. But uh, what about the real stuff, mate? What do you got for us? Well, mate, the first one we kick off with is something I mentioned last week, and um, it's more Daniel Mortimer off to the Titans. An immediate release will be in the Gold Coast uh, Wednesday, so it's tomorrow for, for us. Um, look, I mentioned it last week, got some emails from Cranky Roosters fans calling me a goose and I had no idea what I was talking about, but bam, it was announced today. So, look, uh, boys, off to the Titans, not a huge signing for them, but it might um, help their hearts a little bit. Yeah, well, Kelly's got the ongoing foot problem. Caesar, by the time he's back, round 24, 25, I'd probably just uh, put a pen through him for the rest of the year. I wouldn't risk him. And Bo Henry last night, I don't know the full extent yet, but when he went off, they, they said it wasn't too positive. So they need somebody, because this week they've named Takarangi and Maurice Blair. Don't we have the kid from South that came up to play? Tw- he got injured last week as well. Oh, Christian Hazard, he's yeah. uh, he's also injured. So you're four down. I want to know what's going on we, with... Yeah. Is it Matt Better? Had another he's half. injured as well. They had another one from the 20s, though. I he's can't injured. think of his name. No, not even him. There's another one. Well, they're all injured. Yeah, there's about six. Yeah, they're all excellent. hurt, so... Yeah, well, it's that simple, isn't it? Like, footy, you get injuries, you're, you're going to struggle, so... Well, at least... Aiden Caesar, as a Titans fan, he's he's the best player on our side, or he's the most influential player to that team, and he's not there, so... Even just him being out, um, I, I, I wouldn't imagine us making the eight, and now with this just plethora of injuries we've got, uh, it's a, we're a bottom four side. Let's take one positive about him signing Mortimer. It wasn't a five-year deal, all right? Yeah. You guys love giving out five-year deals. Yeah. yeah, that is a positive to take out of yeah. it. What do you think he's been in the house, boys, or at nine? Or oh, no, he's, he's, he's not going to get around nine. Halves, yeah. They've got Falloon and Sharma, and uh, the old Poodle, he's not going too bad. I'll tell you actually, what, um, so. Sharma looked thick last night. He looked heavy, Sharma. Like he's, he's well, he's had plenty of time off with injuries, and he's you know he's been hurt twice. He's not growing any, but... No, nah, but he's been hurt twice purely because of that frame he had, so he's definitely needed to bulk yeah, up. Right. Just no, I noticed it last night, he's thick. Yeah. All right, boys, speaking of young fellas, uh, the Rabbitohs have signed the Queensland Cup player of the year last year, uh, Cody Walker. But I'll be honest, I don't watch a lot of Queensland Cup, boys. Do you know much about this young fella? He's good. Yeah, I know. We shouldn't have let him go. He was uh, was at the Titans. No, he was was with East Tigers, which is Melbourne's feeder. That's it. There's two Cody Walkers. He was with you guys, I think, maybe three years ago. Yeah, he was with us at some uh, stage. He's won, I think it's two years in a row now, he's won it. Uh, we had him under our nose up there playing in the feeder system. We signed him up. 
I've been absolutely dirty this year, how many halves we've gone through, and he never got a go. They said he was injured a couple of weeks ago, but I think Philly, because before they rolled Ben Roberts and Hampton through there, he was ready to rock and roll and playing very well. But um, off to South, so I really thought he was going to be our starting six at Melbourne at the start of the year, but not to be. And, but at the same time, where's he fitting at South? they got Keary, Reynolds and Sutton. So he's got a two-year contract and he wanted to go back to Sydney, full power to him. He knocked back uh, the Titans again, Melbourne and Brisbane, I think. But uh, he, he obviously really, really wants to go back to Sydney because he's going to a place with three halves in front of him. Yeah, maybe a, put a bit of pressure on Adam Reynolds because he hasn't been going that great. So makes sense. So, I mean, if you can get good players to your club at the right right price. You can never have enough halves. Yeah, exactly right. If uh, you, get, you get injuries, that's one spot that everyone lacks. So well, you look at the Titans. Off. How many halves have we gone through? Four or five already. So Yeah, we're well, about five down. You never know. You just never know when an injury cross is going to hit you. So mm. 100%. Best to be prepared. Yeah, absolutely. Still on Queensland Cubs, uh, clubs, guys. Uh, Cowboys, I'm hearing, are very keen on the Broncos utility. Uh, Jake Granville now, not a bad player. Uh, it's been sort of struggle to get into top grade as, uh, as of late. What do you guys make of Granville? I watched a little bit in the 20s and thought he was dynamic. And again, same in Cup, but he seems to me so far one of these guys. You watch him play Queensland Cup, absolutely tears it apart. But whether it's stage fright, nerves or whatever... Uh, the NRL scene, he hasn't really had that kind of impact, but also at the same time, he hasn't really got uh, you know, an 80-minute run or, or a 30-40 minute run. He's had a couple of doubles, 15-20 minutes, so hasn't really well, had that's a great issue. Impact, he, so. he hasn't had like back-to-back, week-to-week footy in the NRL, so yeah. you, you never sort of get an indication. Cause but we know, the Cowboys, that, yeah. we know the Cowboys situation, they've rolled through hookers like crazy, yeah. so if he's ever going to get a run at nine somewhere or get a little more game time, that's probably the place to be going. Yeah, and there's players that sort of come in and out of first grade who have a bad game and then go back to cup and have a blinder. You just, as a coach, like I know it's a, it's a results-driven business and he can, wins uh, are at a premium, but... He can play um, He can play the fullback. The Cowboys need a knife. He can play fullback too. He's got rocket boots. Mm. He's really quick. They do well just to just to give him some time and see if he's not the answer. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Still on um, Queensland clubs, the Broncos, boys, with Josh McGuire. Now, the Broncos, are, as you expect, are very keen to keep him at the club. They've even had Darren Lockyer there this week trying to uh, lure Maguire to stay. But look, the, I'm hearing the Panthers and Roosters are also keen to have him down in Sydney. But uh, my mail is he'll stay up up in Queensland. Wow, well, Roosters. He, he's the ideal front row as far as I'm concerned. This day, the, I'm not a fan you, you, I know you're not a fan for that reason, but look at his football. His football's good. He's, a great he's mobile. He plays big minutes. <laughs> I'm not surprised Penrith are looking at him. I'm not surprised the Roosters would be. But at the same time, who, who are they looking to replace? They've got the money from Sonny Bill, but they've got 100 front rows. Yeah, makes sense for Penrith if they're losing Grant. Better stockpile all if they are losing McKendry. Yeah, but you've also look at the kite situation. He's only going to have another year or two. Yeah, it's Plum's fair. still only a stopgap for another year or two. So if you can get a bloke like that who's 24 years old. Same um, again, you can never have too many front rowers. No, nah, front rowers, uh, just like halves. You, you yeah. can't have enough big boppers bashing it in. But if I'm Brisbane, Ben Hennett's off, I think, and they've got Martin Kennedy on that $400,000 deal. I'd be sitting down with Martin Kennedy right now and saying, where are you at? Because mm. those dollars right now, he's not justifying them. I'd rather give them to uh, McGuire. You, you can't pay someone 400 k to play in the Queensland Cup. No, you can't. <laughs> that's, that's just not good business. <laughs> Going to have to to get a run. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, got 
big dollars first time round, had a couple of ACLs, been playing really well in the New South Wales Cup, but again, at the Roosters, where do you fit in? They've got all the toys, don't they? So I'm going to throw it out there. I couldn't sign him based on those injuries. To ACLs? No. From what I've seen... At putting, the, putting the old coach's hat on, no he, way. He looks really good from what I've seen, but yeah, if he got busted again. But, hey, but I mean, well, if you're Cronulla... But, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Cronulla, Cronulla got no choice, and with the potential that he does have, besides the injuries at this point in time, and centre's a spot they've struggled with, I'd be bringing him over. And it's not a real big move in terms of location, so... Nah. Easy. Yeah. was really fit into the Sharks' um, mentality lately, because he's only 20 years old, he's not 30 like everyone else. Yeah, yeah that's right. Not, not with a year or two left. <laughs> he doesn't have a walking stick yet. Yeah, he might right. have one yeah. if he does his knee. injuries yeah. like everyone else in that club does. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, all right, Raiders fans, Josh McCrone, two more years. No big deal there, I don't think. I think he was always going to stay there. A few English clubs sniffing around. But, um, uh, yeah, look, Josh McCrone hasn't had the greatest year this year. No one else in the NRL would sign him. Well, I'll tell you what, no, they, Melbourne were out the other week saying that they were interested at the right price, and apparently his manager was trying to shop him up price-wise, and Melbourne just laughed, so I don't blame him. <laughs> I'd laugh too. It's, a, it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty much, it's, it's a bit of a, you know, a bit of a project for them, so they, they knocked on the door and thought, you know, he's played some first grade, we could probably do something, and apparently his manager was trying to hike the price, and they just said, well, good luck with that, mm-hmm. fight him a club, and surprise, surprise, Cameron can't get him to the door they've done, they've done for the last eight years, they're just re-signing everyone that's there, because they can't bring anyone else in. Pretty much. Same problem. Different day. That's it. All right, last one for the night, boys. And Louis, this one should give Louis a stiffy. And that's Cora Beatty. Something's got it. The Tigers winger. (laughs) 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 I got it, yeah. It doesn't take much, trust me. Been spotted in Melbourne, boys. Uh, Could be a good pickup for the Storm. He's sort of been out of first grade for the Tigers for a while. um, We were chatting uh, about this last night on the land while we were watching the Monday Night Footy and... We were saying how um, how good it would be for Melbourne to have Corabidi on one edge and wow. Wunga on the other because they're just Fiji. those blokes are made of concrete. Sister <laughs> Wunga must be the hardest bloke to cat tackle in the comp. Like if I'm a middle bloke and and there's a 20 meter restart and Sister Wunga's running running in, I'm going find me a place to hide because he's got muscles on muscles. That bloke, mm. his tongue's got muscles. Yeah. I'm telling you, and that, you know, <laughs> under that beard, that's you know, it's not a chin. There's two fists there. And, and how good is he? he? Was horrendous when he first went to Melbourne. Mate, now, I'll tell you, yeah. I, I, you know, I'd, I'd gladly pay him big bucks to play on the wing. There's plenty of people that don't know because I don't watch enough footy, but I'm a desperado. He, he was started off at the Roosters, and he, when he came into grade, seriously, they were laughing on his debut. He was that bad. Yeah. Some of the commentators were holding back what they wanted to say. Didn't see him for about two years. Saw that we signed him. Almost fell out of my chair. And now he's won a grand final. I don't think there's many wins. And he was very good in that grand he final. He was very good. He's, 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 what about that Cronulla game the other year where yep. he just decided to back himself on the short side? Uh, he's brilliant at grabbing the ball overhead. Yeah. But Corabigi, coming to grade with that explosiveness, just playing his natural footy, I think his head may have got a bit clouded in NRL with all the structure and all the extra bits and pieces. Well, he got injured and then yeah. struggled to get back But I still in, think so. there's a little bit too much going on. Give him to Melbourne, just like anyone else has gone there. I think they can break him down, simplify his game for him, and just get him back to what he does really well, which is, you know... I, I think he lost confidence. Yeah. He, he lost confidence when he got injured. And, but if someone can um, rebuild... Not Luma, I think, came in and took his spot and scored that good try and just... He did struggle, though, when he was Yeah, there, he so did struggle. To get I, I really do think he can be rebuilt and, you know, just very basic. Strip him back to what he does best. Bashing yep. out in red zones and when he gets an opportunity, just run a squilly miles now like you are. Take You're right. I, I think a change of scenery makes sense and, as you said, Melbourne is the place to go just to strip a guy like him back because he just needs to play a simple game and yeah. Craig Bellamy will definitely um, get him to do that. So it makes sense. Yeah. Alrighty, tip time. 
good times. Well, last week, uh, identical. We all got three, so nothing's changed there. Gossip's on 64. I'm on 58. Brock's on 54. Good yep. times. Excellent. We kick things off, though. Friday night, Canberra. They're at home uh, against the Bulldogs. Uh, obviously, Canberra. Josh Papali was the only one. He's pulled out of origin injury-wise, so obviously not expecting him to play in that game. The Dogs, we're going to have to wait to see who backs up. Uh, the halves are there. Tony Williams has obviously been called in as 18th man. You doubt he'll get a run. Uh, how do we see this one going, gents? Uh, I think I don't think the Dogs have got a good record down there. Um, uh, Canberra have rolled them there a couple of times, I think. But look, I mean, Canberra are bad. Canberra are real bad. So I'll tip the Bulldogs, but not with much confidence at all. Um, and... Canberra just, they're probably getting closer and closer to a win. I keep saying that about Newcastle as well. Is that about Cronulla too, champ? Yeah. Great times. They shan't be winning this week. <laughs> yeah. Gossip, what do you reckon, champ? Yeah, I'm confident with the Raiders this week. Dogs have that many injuries coming. And the Raiders, you know, they're still got their six, they're still got their seven. So at home, cold Friday night, I think the Raiders will do them. Yeah, I can't back the Raiders. I'm going to get the dogs. No. He's bloody had a Peroni tonight, Gossip. Oh, look here. No, he hasn't, has he? With the short turnaround, I think you might be on the money, but I'm going to go the Raiders. But uh, You're so, going to go the Dogs, not the Raiders. Oh, sorry, right, Dogs. Come on, Elzong. Shut up, mate. Shut up. Leave me alone. You've had a pony, eh? Yeah, I've had a few. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Get me in there, the bathtub water. Saturday, over to New Zealand. It's the Warriors <laughs> versus the Broncos. Uh, short turnaround and travel for those Broncos players, so I'm going the Warriors. I'm going the Broncos. Wow. That was um that was during Origin. That was up at Suncorp. Good old Rusty Packer. Yeah, he's pissing. In, yeah. pissing it was a Monday. Pitch. It was a Monday night before Origin, I think. Yeah, he's pissing in the pack. Yeah, yeah. around this time last year. Yeah, look, oh, Jesus Christ! I think I've got the Broncos. That's all right. You didn't tip the Warriors. Brock didn't tip the Warriors. I feel, I feel good about that one. All right. I'm glad you did, mate. <laughs> well, Saturday, I think I think this one's not going to work out how it used to. I always used to say, Cronulla at the prison, so I'm going to back him, but it's definitely, definitely shouldn't... Definitely will not be happening in this circumstance against Manly, regardless of who is in or out, I'm going Manly. I shan't be backing the Sharks because they stink. <laughs> uh, Manly will win. Go to Sunday. The Melbourne Storm are at home against the Parramatta Seal. Oh, tough game. Uh, Billy Slater will be back up. Cameron Smith will he back up? Jared uh, Hayne you know, will he back up? Will Chambers didn't go into camp as the 18th man because of the knee cut that he sustained last night. Buddy, what about that? Ryan carried Hoffman. on like his friggin' leg fell off. Yeah, I thought he did his knee. Buddy, no, and he had a cut. I really thought he did his knee. Jesus, nose. but uh, yeah, and uh, Ryan Hoffman probably backing up. I'm going Parramatta. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm back in Melbourne just because they're a different side down at home. They'll have Cameron Smith. I expect Billy Slater to, uh, to play. Um, and I just I can't back Parramatta away from home. Yeah. Well, they won last week away from home, but that was a day that yeah, was not yeah, too far down the road. But they share that. That's, that's like one-third their home ground or something, isn't it? They play four games there yeah. or something. Yeah, so. that's true. It's no one's home ground, really, is it? No. Um, I got to go to the Storm too, boys. I can't remember the last time I'm going, but I won down there. They got beat by 60 down there last year. That's yeah. happening this week. Yes, it will be. That's for sure. I hope it does. Yeah, 
Oh, as a Melbourne fan, that'd be brilliant, but I can't yeah. see it happening. But Sunday again, your mob, the Titans versus the Dragons. <laughs> Benji, Benji's coming up. Uh, I'm going the Dragons. Yeah, I'm tipping the Dragons. <laughs> Titans are bad. Titans stink. Benji was terrible against Penrith. He was, wow. He kicked the ball dead about four or five times. Yeah. He, and, and you know what? If he would have um, landed one of those kicks, Jason Nightingale scores. Yeah. Jason Nightingale almost brought one back from the beer hill. And put it down, but um, Benji, yeah. He's a little bit hot and cold at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Benji... This is a day game, but... Yeah, well... Yeah, Benji screws his head on their wins. I'll go the Dragons. Yeah. You can't tip the Titans. Mind you, they get Miles and Bird in that back, don't they? They're going to play a lot more minutes than... Laurie Daly gives Marin 15 minutes. I really hope the Titans win, but I just can't see it. They're good, good price, the Dragons. We All three of us have tipped them. 250. 250. Got to love a bit of that. And we wrap things up Monday night. <sighs> the Newcastle Knights. At home. Yep. To the, Cowboys, the Cowboys cannot win, win away from home. This is going to be a cracker, this game. This is a must win for Newcastle. Look, guys, scoop of the week. Put your house on the Cowboys to win 13+. plus. Wow. Because they'll smash the Knights. That's, because the Knights are terrible. That's heavy. <laughs> Gossip. Yeah. What do you reckon, mate? Um, I think if the, if the Knights lose Monday night, I think that might be eight in a row, or is it seven in a row they've lost? Brilliant. Keep chalking uh, them up as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go the upside. I'm going to the Knights to win. Wow. Darius Boyd. The, the Cowboys just don't want to win from home. Darius, they will this week. You Darius Boyd lover. Yeah. He always, <laughs> he always tips when Darius is in the side. Yeah. If Darius, moved, if Darius moved with Wayne again, you'd move too. Yeah. <laughs> Darius, if he goes to the Titans, how would, how would you feel about that? Mate, it would not shock me. In it. Oh, nothing nothing gets me angry anymore. You'll get a five-year deal too. Nothing gets me angry. Oh, they, they, could, they might as well sign Martin Kennedy. They might as well take that contract <laughs> off Brisbane. They're just, yeah, I don't know. Graham Hennison's up there now too. I, th- I would have thought that sports minister. There'd be some smarter decisions happening up there, but he's a former politician. I can't say the word smart in the same sentence. Uh, All right. I can't tell you that the boy will not be the Knights next year. He will not be. No. No. Well, it seems untenable now. Like, I like just keep hearing this Bulldogs thing. I know they've unloaded plenty of cash, and I don't know how they'd fit him in. But if that was uh, feasible in any way, I'd much rather him at the back than Sam Parrott with the way they play their football. He likes to play that link uh-huh. role. He'd fit in nicely there. What are you thinking about um, Wayne Bennett? Stay or go? I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay in Newcastle. I, I hope think he the goes. will split. No, I think he'll stay. I honestly do. I think he'll stay. Uh, I think it all depends too how, how Brisbane finish the year. He'll get ri- I reckon um, Bennett will get absolutely ribbed if he leaves and they have they finish last, you know. Um, yeah, and, he, right. and he walks out on him in a worse position than what he did when he when he came to the joint. So yeah, I think it'd be a real sour way yeah. to finish things off. For, you know how he's been throughout his career. I'd like to think that he'd at least see another year out in Newcastle and get him into a better position if he was to walk out. I don't think uh, he'd be able to walk out in these circumstances. I bet you he, he personally he'd be thinking, "I wish I walked out after the preliminary last, last year." year. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. now I'd really feel like my hands are tied if it was me personally. If you put me in a character situation to think about it, definitely. Yeah, he'll stay. Boyd will go and Boyd will be there at the Bulldogs all the time. So. Doggy's bad. Well, mate, if they can fit him in somehow, I don't know if they would, but if they could, that why would wouldn't, be. Why uh, wouldn't the yeah. Titans just? Um, why would they spend the money on Boyd and not just put Mead at fullback? Because yeah. Mead's Mead's going well. I don't mind Mead. Yeah. Zilman's, yeah. o- Zilman's okay, but he's not. He's not going to win you a comp. Well, I think David Mead potentially 
Like he played well, really well in that country origin. Made to fullback. Made to fullback's a good move. I've said it before. James Roberts, you saw enough last night, like you've seen at every club, that if he stays off the drink and does what he's supposed to do, <laughs> they've got a quality centre. Yeah. So then you've got Kevin Gordon. You know they're going to keep him on one wing. He's got speed to burn. Yeah, he's not that great in yardage and he has an error or two in him, but you've got three members of a decent three-quarter line. Yeah. Put the money out on the market. Go find a half-decent centre. Don't overpay like you did for Jamal. That fill that hole, and they need to probably get uh, a couple in depth because every year you look at their back line, and besides probably meeting Gordon, Zilman gets hurt yeah, every year. There's nothing Just else. Just keep there. Zilman as a. a I don't think he's on massive corner. Chuck him on the other centre if you want. I don't care. No, no, keep Zilman as your as your depth. Yeah. And just buy right. another couple Something. of guys. Get, to, get Khalifa back out on the wing. Khalifa, Fire Fight, Law. That's him. I like Fire Fight. He goes good. Yeah. He's hard done by it. Yeah. Neil Henry ruined him. <laughs> and then Neil's there now again ruining his life <laughs> damn you Neil damn you <laughs> alright mate well I think we'll uh, wrap things up with the final and most important thing of all which is uh, the origin is tomorrow night what do you reckon New South Wales yeah. to finally end the drought yeah I think they will I, I said it before round one boys I, I said New South Wales won the series and everyone laughed at me as usual <laughs> and um <laughs> 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 I think I'll win and um, I won't look like too much of a goose Alright, well, what about man of the match? Hayne. He is New South Wales. Hayne, first try scorer? Hayne. Hayne. I was going to say, what scoreline? Hayne. Hayne. I think uh, score will be 18-6. Yep. Brock? Six and a half time. Oh, you put, you put me on the spot. Um, yeah, we're all done on the spot. I think New South Wales will win uh, 22-10. Yep. Who's first try scorer. Yep. Uh, Michael Jennings, first try scorer. Yep. Hey, hey. In the match, Greg Bird, get on. The Bird man. Get on. Yep. All right, well, New South Wales for me. I New reckon, South Wales won the 12 invest. Oh, yeah, I reckon so too. New South Wales by eight. First try scorer. I'm going to go a filthy back row. I'll try to Ryan Hoffman. Excellent. Man of the match. I, I, I think Bird, but I'm with you. I said it before. Bird will either... Do outstanding, get man of the match, or he'll overdo it and he'll get penalised seven thousand times and punch somebody. What about I saw um, on another note um, that Paulie Paulie on the news last night? Yeah, and he was the, the Jared goes, Haynes. The Jared Haynes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he goes, I was like, mate, there's no S on the end of his name yeah, for Christ's sake. Like, there's not two of him. He goes, he goes well, you know, there's more to the team than just the Jared Haynes. Like <laughs> we, 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 we play good football. Like Parramatta, we're, we're a team, but Jared Haynes, he's a good player, but he's not the team. He's, the Jared Haynes is not the Parramatta Seal. And by the way, Paulie Paulie, don't take offence to it, brother, because I wouldn't want you, all right? No. You're a good bloke. Uh, I don't think you listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All righty, mate. Well, uh, thanks for all the inside word as always. Go to the Blues, and we'll speak to you next week. Fantastic. Thanks, lad. See, See you, buddy. buddy. A big thank you to always goes to Mr. Gossip, and if you want to catch up with him on Facebook, head up to the search bar and type in NRL Gossip. And on Twitter, his handle is at NRL Gossip. Well, that wraps us up for another week. So if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so on Twitter, at fifth and last. That's the letter N, not the word N. The email is fifth and last podcast at hotmail.com. And on Facebook, just head up to the search bar and type in fifth and last NRL podcast. Big thank you to sportingbet.com, as always, for our Pick the Score competitions. Keep your eyes open on the weekend for the Pick the Score competitions. Great chance to win a $100 free bet. Thanks to sportingbet.com. And remember, there's no better bet than a sporting bet. And our final piece of information, I said it last week, I'll say it again and I will for the next couple of weeks. Anyone on Podomatic that is following us, uh, if you have not moved your feed over from iTunes 
to the new feed with audio bill on iTunes. You have to resubscribe. Uh, Podomatic, our subscription is almost up. I've renewed it for another month just to help with the transitional phase. For the most part, about 80-90% of our listeners have moved over. There's just a little bit left uh, to kind of transition. But audioboo.com is your new destination if you want to listen to the fifth and last NRL podcast. That, again, is audioboo.com. So if you're on Podomatic, make the transition. Get on Audioboo. Have a look. Follow us. Like us. Uh, There's plenty of good podcasts on there. They've got the grill team all these other types of ones that are on the radio shows that were with other uh, websites or feeds and now all on audioboo.com. So get across, keep listening to the fifth and last NRL podcast, and as always, guys, enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league. Bring it on. Give us more. Give us more. Where are you going? Where, what, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.